Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Rampage. Yes, this is Rampage, baby. I'll be adding this show to my rotation now that we have some free spots, and I want to include a little bit of AEW before this collision show starts. So let's get down to it. We have the acclaimed and Billy Gunn defeated Kip Sabian, the Butcher, and the Blade. Max Caster's rap called his opponents the Village People, said that Butcher, Butcher's mustache was the worst since Vince McMahon, and something about getting fisted by the Joe Lewis statue. I'm not sure it was edited. A uh, fun match here with the crowd really getting into it and wanting Daddy Ass to get the match, but Caster gets the pin on Sabian after the arrival from Anthony Bowens and the mic drop from Caster. We go to QTV, where they talk about selling over 60,000 tickets for All In in London, and Aaron Solo makes a joke that Wembley only seats 8,000. QT Marshall asks Harley Cameron if she's from there, and she says, ooh, I'm Australian, and that's they have seen her teeth. Harley says, if you live in England but you weren't born there, they refer to you as Brit-ish. Yeah, brooch. They go to footage earlier today with Harley interviewing Powerhouse Hobbs, and Hobbs talks about his book of Hobbs, and doesn't matter how many pages are in the story, but who's holding the pen. Not too sure what's going on with Hobbs. The week before, he had QT against the wall, and now he's, like, sitting down with Harley. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on here. Tony Storm defeated Allison Kay, this is K's second AEW appearance, after challenging Serena Deeb for the NWA Women's title at the Full Gear buy-in in 2020. Whatever happened to Deeb? I didn't see her enter Tony Khan's office, so I'm not sure. She'll be uh, heading over to the Collision brand split. But Kay literally had the match won, but instead of making the pen, Aubrey Edwards decided to attend to Ruby Soho, who was trying to come into the ring, and then Storm took advantage of this and hit the hip attack and Storm Zero for the pen, and after they spray paint Allison Kay. The guns backstage asked where the tag team title rematch is, but Ethan Page enters and says that he needs help as they all walk away together. Kyle Fletcher defeated Action and Dreddy. Very good match here with the crowd into it, as Fletcher hit a spinning modified tombstone for the pen and sent a message to Orange Cassidy. So I'm sure he'll be one of the 21 men that enters this uh, Blackjack Battle Royal at Double or Nothing. Tony Schiavone was in the ring and brought up the Hardys and brother Zay, a.k.a. Isaiah Cassidy. They talk about their contracts with the firm being deleted as Zay kept doing his oh yeah thing. And then Jeff Hardy talks about them finally becoming the AEW Tag Team Champions now with the guns uh, now. But the guns come out and interrupt them and said they talk, to, they talk to Ethan Page and they all want to kick their ass. Matt says he'll fight them, but he doesn't want to see Ethan Page anymore and he's trying to get away from him. And then Matt brings up contracts again, says that if they win, he'll be in control of Ethan Page. The, the crowd gave like an audible groan whenever he mentioned the contract. Uh, Jeff even tells him to stop talking about contracts but the guns accept on behalf of page uh and colton says the guns are the best brother tag team ever as matt says they'll be happy to, to delete the ass boys in the main event swerve strickland and brian cage of the Mo mogul embassy defeated alex reynolds and john silver of the dark order with some help from prince nana on the outside followed by the drill claw and a jml driver as cage pins reynolds gates of agony come out after they start attacking evil uno but keith lee and dustin rose come out with weapons and chase the mogul embassy away we go to Impact Wrestling on before the Impact Ace Austin defeated Zicky Dice. Uh, the entire match, Gia Miller was on commentary, comedically trying to hide her bias, uh, biasism towards uh, Ace Austin, who's her real-life boyfriend. So this is actually pretty funny, and I actually really enjoy her on commentary. Give her a chance if you haven't heard her so far. And Austin gets the pen after hitting the fold. On to the main show, Masha Slamovich defeated Killer Kelly. Very good opener here with Kelly having the killer clutch on Masha, but Masha backed it up into a pen for the win. And then Kelly kept the move on a little bit after the match as the winner, Masha, was passed out as a result. So I see a rematch in the long run for these two. Trinity gets interviewed backstage and says she has an open challenge for Under Siege as Jay Vidal walks into the shot and takes a selfie with her, and Trinity asks who that even was. Nick Aldis defeated Sheldon Jean as Kenny King joined commentary for this match. 
And this is uh, Nick Aldis's first match on Impact Television since 2017. He gets a quick and easy win by submission with the Cloverleaf, and the whole time Kenny King was talking trash about Aldis on commentary. Dirty Dango and Joe Henry bring in Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice into their uh, interrogation room and accuse them of taking out Santino Morella, which leads to a match later on uh, for Dango and Swinger. And then Dango calls Santino to get approval for this match. Dango asks Henry if he's coming to his birthday party. Uh, Henry said it was time, and Dango said it doesn't matter, it's just me and you for this party, so things keep continue to be weird. Part 3 of the sit-down interview with Frankie Kazarian, who says that the world title is always on his mind, and he'll bring Impact to new heights and make this a part of his legacy. Jason Hotch and John Schuyler of the Good Hands defeated Black Taurus and Crazy Steve of Decay. Brian Myers came down during this match and attacked Steve. The distraction allowed the Good Hands to hit a double-team blockbuster as Schuyler gets the pin on Taurus, and then Myers embraces with the Good Hands. Steve Macklin tells Champagne Singh and Shira that their business relationship is over, as his cousin then he has to defend the title against Rhino tonight and to make it up Singh and Shira go and attack Heath so Rhino wouldn't have him in his corner as Heath heads to the ring and Steve Macklin defends the Impact World Championship against him defeating him they bring up the last time that Rhino had a world title in this company was 17 years ago Rhino's knee gave out during this match as he was trying to give a gore so Macklin targeted the entire match he was targeting this knee basically so after he dodges the, the gore he hits a gore of his own and gets the win here to retain the title and then Macklin kept attacking Rhino after the match with a chair going after his knee putting it uh, in between the chair and hitting it with a shovel and they show that Rhino gets stretched out so it makes it seem like he might be out for a while so as he's out in the ambulance Steve Macklin and Scott Demore get into a shouting match and Demore makes the match with PCO under siege now a no disqualification match and then we see PCO jump out of the ambulance out of nowhere and start attacking Macklin until Macklin runs away Dirty Dango defeated Johnny Swinger in a bit over a minute after hitting a Falcon Arrow. The design had a promo towards Sam and Callahan and said that they have an army here as we see the yellow hoodies show up behind them, just for two of them to be revealed as Rich Swan and Callahan who take the rest of them out. Moose stops at Brian Myers backstage and asks why he was with the Good Hands and I said that they're a tag team. Why is he with them? And then Myers says that he can be a tag team with Moose as well as a mentor for the Good Hands. And then he tells the Good Hands that he's going to mold them to become the next tag team champions. And in the main event here for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships, The Coven defeated Deanna Perrazzo and Jordan Grace in a good match with Taylor Wilde pinning Grace after Grace and Perrazzo accidentally crash into each other. And then The Coven keep attacking Grace after the match until Trinity comes out for the save and takes out Kylie and King with the rear view as that match is set up for the next episode of Impact. On ROH and Honor Club, they're back to Universal Studios with this show, which has Mark Briscoe defeated Shane Taylor. Really good opener here that got heated with Taylor telling Mark that he was going to beat him just like he beat his brother Jay. Briscoe hits a Jay Driller as best as he could on Taylor for the win and then calls out Samoa Joe and the camera for a rematch. Claudio Castagnoli and Willie Yuta defeated Tracy Williams and Red Titus. Another good match here with Claudio launching Yuta into a rocket launcher on top of Williams for the pen. Commentary question of Claudio was going to pick Yuta for his uh, ROA tag team title shot against the Lucha Brothers, which wasn't made official on Dynamite for next week's episode of Dynamite. Samoa Joe defends a TV championship against Blake Christian. Joe made quick work of Christian, hitting with the muscle buster to win in a couple of minutes. Mark Sterling with the varsity athletes and trust busters calling them a super team as the Dark Order has been a problem and they'll take care of them. The Righteous defeated the infantry. Stu Grayson came out during this match to watch the Righteous. Despite trying to distract them, Vincent hit Orange Sunshine and Sean Dean for the pen and the Righteous went and embraced Grayson after the match and called them their friend and said that he's one of us. Robert Renegade defeated Vert Vixen, making her a Ring of Honor debut. Aggressiveness from Robin, who stretched out Vert Vixen until she taps out. The Mogul Embassy was being interviewed backstage until Dalton Castle came in and started screaming, asking him if they beat up one of, one of his boys in being Brent and sent them to the hospital, and they denied it. Willie Mack defeated Ninja Mack in the Battle of the Macs as the crowd chanted, Let's go, Mack. This match was fun and fast while hitting a sit-out powerbomb for the win. Willie Mack, that is, getting the pin in the Mack showdown. 
Mogul embassies Brian Cage, Bishop Khan, and Tola Leona defeated Lucky Ali, Adam Priest, and Victor Benjamin. Easy win here with the Gaze of Agony destroying Priest onto Benjamin to get the win. Kyle Fletcher defeated Tony Deppin. Very good match here with Fletcher hitting a Michinoku driver that looked like a Deppin kicked out of it, but the referee made the three count anyway. And our thoughts go out to Deppin, who recently broke his arm at the GCW Brooklyn show against Zack Sabre Jr. AR Fox defeated Anthony Henry after hitting a 450 splash and fighting off JD Drake in the outside. Another great match here. Henry shook Fox, uh, Shook Fox's hand after the match just for JD Drake to attack him. JD Drake to attack him from behind. Then Shane Taylor comes out and joins in on this three-on-one beatdown until FTR made a surprise appearance and fought them off. So it looks like we might get a six-man match, uh, which should be great. And then as Henry was trying to make his escape to the back, Eddie Kingston comes out and sent Henry back inside to get hit by the big rig from FTR. Dark Order's Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver defeated Slim J, Sunny Kiss, Jeeves K, and Josh Woods of the Trustbusters. Uh, firm? Are they part of the firm? I don't think so. Varsity Athletes combination. Commentary brought up the subtle things that Grayson was doing that were different and says that his head is messed up due to the righteous. The match was wild and all over the place until they destroyed Slim J and hit the fatality as Reynolds gets the pin. And during all this, Grayson was somehow sent to the outside as the rest of the Dark Order was inside celebrating the win. And the main event for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship, Athena defeated Sky Blue. This match was pretty wild with them going to the outside uh, for a while and up the ramp. The match went about 15 minutes or so, and Blue looked very impressive in this match. Athena even hit the Skyfall on her, but Blue kicked out of her own move. Then she hit her own move with the Skyfall, but Athena kicked out of that. Then towards the end, we had a very audible Mike Posey saying, you got about a minute and a half. And of course, after a minute and a half, uh, Athena powerbomb Blue on top of the steel steps outside. Uh, Blue kicked out of the gory into the knees that Athena has been using. But Athena comes right back and puts on the cross face, transitioning into um, this accolade type move that Miro does as a as a Sky Blue taps out in this fantastic main event. Definitely check it out. And then Athena goes to raise Blue's hands after the match just to attack her. I have to admit, these Universal Studios tapings definitely make the shows feel better. As the crowd's more into it, they know all the talent here. And overall, the matches are better on this show than the last couple of Honor Club tapings that were uh, taped before or after Dynamite. But with Collision coming along soon, I'm pretty sure that Ring of Honor has been slated to be taped before Collision. So I'm not sure if we're uh, going to stay like that dominant, um, you know, for sure. But definitely they need to go to Universal Studios every once in a while. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes. Amber Rodriguez and Gigi Gianni defeated Jennifer Flores and Steffi Slays with this 3D face buster combo they call High Fashion on Slays as Gianni gets the pin. And they, uh, they're definitely trying to protect Flores here with her being spilled to the outside during the finish. Candy Crush, Kato Rush, and Princess Aussie defeated Exodus and Genesis of Exile and Ice Cold with Crush hitting the KO Crusher on Ice Cold for the pin. Reina Del Rey destroyed Fury in about two minutes with a t- twisting neckbreaker off the ropes and the story of this match was that the two heavy metal sisters were not ringside for Fury and that's never happened before. And Penelope Pink defends the, uh, the Women of Wrestling Championship against Tiki Chamorro with her rolling inverted DDT but Tiki definitely hung in there for the entire match. Uh, instead of NWA, we had a special World is Vampire show. It was uh, NWA and AAA back in Mexico uh, from this patch March, which had Joe Gali and Tim Storm on the call here. So we had some matches here some between both promotions as Commander and Octagon Jr. defeated Scion and Homicide. That ends with Octagon hitting the 450 on Scion for the pin. Kyle Davis announces official entrance for this year's Crockett Cup, including Love Rebellion and the Country Gentlemen, as they're both NWA Tag Team Champions, as well as the team of Tyrus and Chris Adonis. Aries and Lejedra defeated Aaron Stevens and Natalia Markova with Aries pinning Stevens with a bridge suplex and we get more Crockett Cup announcements with Knox and Murdoch, Magna Muscle, and the Mortons entering. We have uh, Kerry Morton defending the Junior Heavyweight Championship against Sal the Pal and Jack Cartwheel in a triple threat match with Morton pinning Cartwheel after hitting the showstopper. Two more teams announced for the Crockett Cup, these being from AAA as Toxin and Aries join as well as Mysteries Jr. and Octagon Jr. 
And in the main event here, Psycho Clown defeated Trevor Murdoch. Crazy Lucha Brawl here to end the show with Psycho Clown spearing Murdoch through a table for the pen. We go to NWA Power. Kenzie def uh, defends the NWA World Women's Ch TV Championship against Sierra in a little over three minutes after hitting the Kenzie Cutter. Kratos and Odison defeated Sion and Jordan Clearwater after Odison hit a pounce on Sion and Kratos gets the pen. Tom Latimer and Red Titus get interviewed backstage and announced that they're teaming up for the Crockett Cup as well. Alex Taylor defeated Father and the debuting Koa Laxamana in a triple threat match after hitting the, the hair of the dog on Koa for the pen. Angelina Love kept trying to interfere with a kendo stick for this match. In the main event, Ella Envy and Roxy defeated uh, Pretty Empowered defeated La Rosa Negra and La Bravia Escobar with Envy pinning La Bravia after a double team face buster like move. On NXT Level Up, Dante Shen defeated Tavion Heights. Heights theme sounds like a ripoff of the Ten Crack Commandments from uh, Biggie Smalls, but Shen gets the pin after his uh, this fast moving ending sequence with Shen hits. Uh, his uh, double chop on Heights, who was running off the ropes for the pen. Wendy Chu defeated the debuting Ke uh, Kalani Jordan. Jordan making her debut and gets interviewed before the match and speaks about herself being a recent graduate from Michigan State, where she was a four-time academic all-time, uh, all-Big Ten, and a three-time MVP, three-time team captain of gymnastics. And she shows she had chalk on her hands to show her background and to let everybody know that she's not going to let this opportunity slip from her hands. Uh, Wendy comes off and does her thing where she shows off her Chew Crew t-shirt underneath her onesie. Jordan gets a pretty good reaction from the CWC crowd. Really good showing here from Jordan in her first televised match, and I think one of her first handful of matches in general. But Chew was able to catch her into the snooze button for the pen, and then Chew helped Jordan up at the end and gave her a little bit of respect. So I see a little, bit of a bright feature for a young Kalani Jordan here. In the main event, Idris Enofa and Malik Blade defeated Bronco, Nima, and Lucy and Price. It's the first time we've seen Nima and Price in about six months, and they were showing a little bit more vicious and hard-hitting side here. Working on Enofa for, for most of the match, but he makes the hot tag to Blade, who goes wild on Nima and Price with a crossbody on Blade and a top rope elbow drop from Enofi on Price for the pen and the win. On WWE Main Event, Emma defeated the debuting Roxanne Perez for Main Event, and is Emma's first match on Main Event since 2017. And Akira Tozawa defeated Nathan Frazier after hitting a top rope senton in a really good showing for both of these matches, for both of these guys. And this is Frazier's first time back in Jacksonville since his three appearances for AEW back in 2020 when everybody was going crazy about Ben Carter. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. <laughs>